there, I'm Samantha, and welcome to the Life Pivot Podcast. Um, I'm your host, my name is Samantha Lee, and I'm super excited that you decided to tune in to the first episode of the Life Pivot Podcast. So today, I am going to chat a little bit about what this podcast is about, why I decided to get it started, and what you can expect to hear in future episodes. So to me, making a pivot, whether it be in your career or your lifestyle, your finances, or whatever kind of change you want to make, seems super controversial. And I'm not really sure why. When I decided to go to college, when I decided to get a job out of college in the career that I studied, there was this expectation from my peers and my education community that I enter the field that I spent time studying in and that I had told other people that I was interested in. But the reality is when it came time for me to graduate college with the degree that I got, which I'll tell you more about in a little while, I didn't feel like it was the right fit anymore and I wanted to make a change And I felt like making a change was dumb. I felt like people thought I would expose myself to some sort of mistake that I had made or or that they expected me to continue on this path that I had started and that they told me I was going to be really successful on. But all of that didn't really matter because to me it didn't feel right. So I decided to start this Life Pivot podcast to share stories from people who have decided to make a pivot regardless of the pressure or the expectations or the disappointment or whatever they thought they might feel or they might be told from their communities. People who have decided to make a pivot because they know that in their heart it is the right thing to do and That by making the pivot, they are getting closer to building whatever dream or ideal lifestyle or career that they're searching for. So in short, I guess the reason I decided to start this pivot podcast is because I want to hold a space for people who have made that change in an effort to inspire you and other listeners who are maybe thinking about a pivot that they want to make, that they're afraid to make, um, or that are just curious about the different decisions and paths that people are taking. And also, totally selfishly, is that I'm super interested in hearing about the decisions that people make when they want to change something in their life, especially when it's like a really radical change because I'm just fascinated with the way that people explore and find new passions. So for all of those reasons, I decided to I decided to start the Life Pivot podcast and this is the first episode. So I think it makes sense then uh, with hearing all of those kind of reasons and intentions that I have behind this podcast is for me to start to share a bit of my own life pivot story and the way that I have, implemented changes that have affected my career, my lifestyle, and my finances to better align with the kind of life that I aspire to live um, and the kind of person that I aspire to be. So taking it back to high school, I guess, 
um, when I was getting ready to graduate and having to make the decision about where to go to college and what to study. Um, there was this expectation in my high school that you know exactly what you want to study right away, that your parents would fund your entire college education, um, and that college was really like a, you know, experience um, with much more of a focus on where you were going to college and not so much on what you were going to study. Um, my experience was not like many others in my community. I decided to go to a state school in my home state of Massachusetts that I knew that I could afford, that I knew that I would likely graduate with little to no student debt, um, and one that I could study something that I was passionate about, which at the time, um, and honestly still am passionate about, uh, was teaching, elementary school teaching. So I made the decision to go to a university that specialized in education where I knew that I would have an opportunity to be in courses and have experiences that would prepare me for a path, prepare me for the path to become an educator in the state of Massachusetts, essentially. So I went into my beginning year of college with the end goal being when I graduate from school, I will be a certified teacher and I will become a classroom teacher. And I really um, never even really entertained any other career path. Pretty much since I was maybe five years old, I knew that I wanted to be an educator and I would you know, like play school and do all of these things and really like was so fascinated with my own teachers um, and so interested in the way that they like ran their classroom. I just wanted to be them so badly. Um, I knew going into college that I wanted to teach and I had never really seen a teacher in a different capacity than a classroom teacher. And so my thought was, I want to teach and educate my community. And so to do that, I need to be a teacher. So like I said, I got into a teaching program and I really just like dove in head first. Like everything I did was preparing me only for the path to become an elementary school teacher. I did not take any classes that weren't required for my major. I only took classes that were in the education department and I looked for every single opportunity I could to get out of classes that weren't related because I was so set on, I am here to become a teacher because that's what I decided and that's why I came here. There was very little encouragement for me to take any classes that were, you know, in a different department, there was very little opportunity for me to do so. Even I was part of like an honors program where we had to take courses that were not like super specific to our major to diversify our course load a little bit. And even there, I was encouraged to like take these courses that were really great for teaching students, right? So it was sort of like, my entire community in university was reinforcing the fact that I had chosen education as my major and that is what I was there to do. So for, I would say the first three out of the four years that I was at this university, I was fully focused on education. Um, 
there wasn't a ton of experience that I had in the classroom up to that point. Small bits and very like focused points of education. So like I would have a little bit of time with a reading specialist or working with like one specific classroom, but not so much experience about like the entire school culture and understanding like what it actually meant to be a classroom teacher and what all went into that role. So it wasn't really until my senior year that I began student teaching and realized, wait a second, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And really having this realization of, oh my gosh, did I just waste the last three years studying something that I don't even want to do. So first, that just like totally scared me. I knew that I needed to see it through. I had already put so much time and effort and money into this program that I needed to at least get to the end and try to find any sort of opportunity that I had to make this teaching experience my own. So that's exactly what I did. I knew that something didn't feel right. It was starting to feel like this wasn't the best fit for me. Um, It didn't help that, you know, like the teachers would see me in the hallway and say things like, run, like, are you sure you want to be a teacher? All of these like really terrible things to say to like a fresh new teacher who just like wants to be there to help and find her place. Um, But anyways, total tangent. So I looked for as many opportunities as I can, as I could to make it as creative and as fitting to what I wanted it to be. And I wanted teaching to be a place where I was working with students and encouraging them to explore and find new and interesting things that excited them. And that's just not what the public school system is in the United States. And it took me until the final year of my program to realize that the field that I was entering wasn't going to satisfy me the way I wanted. So I graduated with my certificate. I was ready to and certified to teach in the state of Massachusetts. And I decided to move across the country to San Francisco. Um, First, just to get out of Massachusetts, where I had grown up and spent so much time as a student, but also with the hopes that maybe by finding a new program, I would have the opportunity to teach the way I wanted to. So I joined AmeriCorps and I taught in a garden classroom at this school in San Francisco. And it was really incredible. I was able to teach students in the garden with exploration and questions at the core. We planted and we cooked and we did art and science and so many different things. And I had so much fun. And as the year was coming to an end, I started to again second guess the decision that I had made and was saying, you know, okay, this is a great year and what's next? Well, next was that the principal offered me a fifth grade teaching position there. And I immediately went back to this place of, hang on, classroom teaching is not what I want. This is not the kind of educator that I want to be. So I left. And so still like making these decisions and questioning what I had studied 
um, kind of all at the same time, my friends are starting to say, what are you doing, Samantha? Like, why aren't you teaching? You went to school to teach. You used to love teaching. Why don't you want to do that anymore? And I didn't really know how to answer their question because I knew that it wasn't a good fit for me, but I didn't know what was a good fit or like why it wasn't a good fit for me. So I started again a search to find a teaching role where I thought that I could better serve students in a way that was more authentic to the way they wanted to learn. So I moved to Colorado and I got a job with a nonprofit again with AmeriCorps because apparently I couldn't escape AmeriCorps where I was working with high school students. And at the time, I was really interested and starting to really grow an interest in career paths. I think because I didn't really know what mine was yet, I wanted to study and understand different opportunities that existed. So I started working with high school students who were deciding on college and career paths. And as I was talking with the students in this school, encouraging them to go new places and find jobs that allowed them to reach their goals, I realized that I wasn't taking my own advice. And I needed to do some real thinking about what were the goals that I had and were the career choices that I was making enabling me to reach these goals. So I did a lot of thinking and essentially came down to the pivot that I decided to make. And I said, what, what's important to me in my life is, number one, that I have flexibility in my location so that I can travel so that I can visit home, so that I can explore new places, because that's something that's become really important to me. Um, And teaching didn't let me do that, right? Like teaching, you pretty much dedicate yourself to one community for the next, I don't know, 25, 30 years. Um, And in addition to that location independence piece that I was seeking, I wanted a position where I felt like I was contributing to a larger project where I was challenged and where I could grow and develop myself as a person separate from my work. I was realizing how much teaching defined my lifestyle and I felt like I was losing control of that lifestyle piece and I wanted to switch things around. I wanted to pivot to a place where my lifestyle was determining my day-to-day and my career was just fitting in as part of it. So I decided that I needed to do something to make that pivot. And I knew that I needed new skills in order to enter a career field that was going to give me these lifestyle um, elements that I wanted. Uh, So I kind of worked backwards. I thought, okay, this is the lifestyle that I want. What kind of job is going to support that? Or what kind of job environment is going to support that? And I decided that remote work was going to let me live a lifestyle that I wanted. So then I stepped backwards again and I said, okay, well, what companies are remote? And what kind of jobs are they hiring for? And my thought was, well, if I want to work remote, I have to become a developer. So I... If you're familiar with AmeriCorps, you know that they give all of their members um, 
about $6,000 in scholarship money a year. So I took my scholarship funds from my two years of AmeriCorps and I gave them all to the University of Denver. And I took a six month coding boot camp where I learned like crash course about uh, basic HTML, CSS, and Ruby on Rails. And at the end of the course, I was having these thoughts so similar to the end of my university program where I was like, what the heck? I am not a developer. This developer role is not what I wanted. So at first I'm like, oh my God, I don't know how to code. And now I don't have a job. And then I started to think about the opportunities that were in front of me in a different light. And instead of thinking, I just took this coding boot camp and I don't know how to code. I thought, I just took this coding boot camp. And now I've been exposed to this new community of developers. And at my core, I am a teacher. And so how can I bring all of these experiences together in a role that is going to serve me in the lifestyle that I want to build? And eventually, after searching through different remote companies and applying to like 70 different jobs, I landed a role in community relations where I'm working with open source software communities to educate and organize people who are part of the community to feel closer to one another. And in hindsight, it kind of is like the perfect mix of this career that I wanted to fit my lifestyle goals and an activation of the skills and the passions that I have as a teacher. So thinking about all of that, my path from university student becoming an elementary school teacher to trying that out in a couple of different capacities and eventually realizing that I was giving advice to high school students to try new things and explore new opportunities and I wasn't taking my own advice and deciding to make a pivot from where I thought that I was as a professional and as an educator to a place now where I can be happy and feel more balanced in my career in my lifestyle, in my financial situation, in all of those elements, rather than letting one feel like it's taking over the other. Something that I learned in doing this pivot too, which is another motivation I think for me creating this Life Pivot podcast, is that I found that many people in my circle were confused or doubted the decisions that I was making to make this change. They would say things like, why are you wasting your education to make this change? Why are you wasting all of the time that you've put into learning how to be a teacher? And at first, it was really hard to hear those things and still move forward with the pivot that I wanted to make. But in the end, what I realized was, that the questions and the doubts that were coming from people in my circle were more from a place of caring and confusion rather than actual doubt. These were coming from people who made the right decision in what they studied in undergrad 
or they were still really excited about their career and hadn't had a moment of questioning yet. And I had to take a step back and say, you know what? These people in my circle are at a different point. I am here and I know that a pivot is what's best for me. And a pivot is not always what's best for everyone. But for me, it was time to make a change. I wished that I had a resource or other people who were going through a pivot at the same time because it did feel a little um, polarizing, like I was the only one that I knew who was going through this change. And so one of my goals of this podcast is that if you are listening and you are thinking that you are ready to make a pivot or that you already are in a pivot and you're feeling lost or you're feeling the doubt from other people, that you feel that you can hear the stories and the experiences of other people who have made the brave decision to make a pivot and hope that that empowers you to feel supported and to feel heard and to feel like your pivot is valid. Thank you so much for listening to this first episode of the Life Pivot Podcast. Again, my name is Samantha, and this podcast is going to, in the future, feature interviews with people who have decided to make a pivot or that are in the midst of making a pivot, whether it be for their career, for their financial goals, for their lifestyle, whatever it is. If you want to connect with me, Right now, you can find me at www.career-reroute.com, and I'm building up some resources there for people like yourself who are interested in learning more about how they can start to make a pivot. I also have created a resource called the Pivot Planner, and the Pivot Planner is sort of like a workbook to get you started in building the mindset that I think is so important behind a pivot and that really the mindset that took me like two and a half years to develop to say, yes, you are strong and brave and smart and can make this pivot that you want to make. So it's called the pivot planner and you can find it. I'll link the um, link in the show notes, but the link to find and download the planner is career-reroute.com backslash the pivot planner. Um, like I said, I'll have all those links in the show notes so you can just scroll down and check them out. But if you are interested in starting your path on a pivot, or if you just want to check out what journal prompts and affirmations I've written in this workbook, you can find it and download it totally for free. It's career-reroute.com backslash the pivot planner. In the meantime, you can send me an email. My email is samantha at career-reroute.com. I'm not super big on Instagram and other social medias right now. So the best place to connect with me is um, via email if you check out this podcast. And I will talk to you soon on the next episode of the Life Pivot Podcast. Thanks for listening.